Hey guys, I want to do another uh, sneaky peek of a conversation I had with Gabrielle Ruiz who played Valencia on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Did I already do this sneaky peek? I just went and checked the other sneaky peeks and I didn't see it, so I guess no. I thought I had. Um, oh, this was so fun. I still get so like giddy around Crazy Ex-Cast members, even though Gabrielle is a friend now, but it's just like, mm, I just, uh, I just think so, ugh, ugh. Gabrielle's doing a podcast now, and she texted me the other day, and she asked if Mateo and I would want to be on it. And I was like, yes, we would love to. And she was like, oh, thank you. I was like, no, thank you. Speaking of thank you, I want to give a special thank you so much to my other monthly supporter, Elizabeth Seebeck. I hope I'm saying your name right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's such a fun surprise. Such a fun surprise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, legally, I can't reach out to you directly on here. I, I told you. I contacted. I told. I contacted. Anchor, I said. I just, I got a monthly supporter. You know, can I get his information so I can send him a WhatsApp? And they said, no. We can't give away subscribers' personal information. I said, I don't think you understand. He is a, he listens to my diary and is a monthly supporter. Or they are. I have no idea. I'm not going to assume any gender or anything. And they said, yeah, we can't give out any legal contact information. We don't even have that. When someone subscribes to a show, you don't get their, like, I'm like, you don't have an address or nothing. And they're like, uh, we're going to kick you off the platform. Not really. Didn't go that far. But I see why they can't give me the contact. So I'm saying here, thank you so much, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, Liz, however you go. Liza, Lisa. But I appreciate that. And then here's a sneaky peek. It's a, it's pretty much full. Uh, I won't post the entire thing, but here's part of my episode with Gabrielle Ruiz. I'm going to be posting it soon. I, I had taken the time off from posting on Emma's bunker for like, uh, what am I talking about? Like a couple days. But then I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'll give the proceeds of that from those ads to a Black Lives Matter organization. And then we can, then it's like win, win, win. Also, I feel like with, with listening audio, it's not barging into anyone's sphere that's not seeking it out. And I trust people's reasons for seeking out what they seek out. So that's where that is. Here's here's that. Oh, this is oh, this is a good sneaky peek. This is a good sneaky peek. Here it is. Emma, 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 Emma. Please welcome back. Emma, Wilma. Oh, Emma. You're Emma. Oh, okay, Emma. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Emma's Bunker. I'm Emma Willman. I'm your host. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for being here. I'm a comedian who's trying not to lose my mind. And, you know, it's an ongoing process. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Not lose my mind in the context of this quarantine or interpret it however you want. If you're a return customer, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Today, I, I get to talk to dancer, actress, singer, Gabrielle Ruiz. Gabrielle was also Valencia on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who was my girlfriend for my character Beth on the show. And there's two times in my audition life, not my audition life. God, that wouldn't be a good thing. Uh, I mean, well, in a sense, aren't we all always auditioning to have our best life? I don't know. I tried to spin that misstep of a sentence. But there's been two times where I've gone out for an audition and it's been a situation where I just felt this energy from someone else in the room where they were like, 
I just, you can't convince me otherwise. Sometimes I say things and someone says, no, 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 you're in your head about that. No, no, I am right about this. There was, I felt an energy of, you know, just someone supporting the other performer on the other end of the audition. Let me explain. Okay. When I went in and I very first met Gabrielle and it was for the audition for Crazy X, I had been through a couple rounds of it. So it was down to me and her reading. We're doing it through Skype and there's like a bunch of people around her. And just the way that she was reading with me, it felt so um, peer to peer. And so she was just so like professional and respectful and giving me so much, couldn't have given me more to work with. And it truly felt like it was like me and her as the performers. And she was not, cause she was a part of that, you know, she's, she's already on the show and it felt very, I was just like very grateful for her energy in that instance. It really, it was a little thing too. It was this, just this, she was great. And then there was just this moment where everyone else was kind of looking away. And she said to me, she goes, I'm going to, I don't remember, I'm paraphrasing something like I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring my energy up a little bit. Like, or she said something like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll give you stuff to work with. I got you like something, something little, so little like that, but something like that, when you're in that type of a situation in such a competitive cutthroat business that just, you know, it just means the world and it stays with you. Okay. The other time I had an experience where I felt an energy from a performer in the room being like, I've been there was a, was an awful experience that energy I appreciated, but it was the energy was coming from Amy Poehler. Okay, so I go in and I'm reading for something that she wrote and I'm waiting in the audition room and I hear just fucking uproarious laughter from the girl who's in there before me. I mean, she's killing like it's like I, I swear I heard someone stomp like I heard a st- I'm wh- I'm not even like close to where this audition is happening. I hear a, I hear a stomp and I think a clap something. The girl's leaving the room and the casting assistant is walking her out to get me. And she's telling the girl who went in before me, she goes, you killed. I didn't want it to end. I mean, I didn't know that this scene could be that funny. I didn't know you. you, Wow. You. You. Okay. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Love fest. Love fest. They're like high five and they're doing butt stuff in the hallway. I don't know. It was a lot going on. So I'm like, huh. Then she comes over to me. and She goes, I'm you ready. Now, to set the scene a little bit, I had rushed over there. At the time, I had a deal. I was trying to do a reality show about Maine Lobstermen, and for some reason, that was the day I was casting it. So I'd been talking to Maine Lobstermen all day. Nothing ended up happening with this, but it was like a long day. And I had been doing that all day, and I had brushed my teeth in the bathroom before the audition. Unbeknownst to me, I have toothpaste all over my sleeve. (laughs) I just remember being in the audition waiting room thinking, Smells minty in here, not knowing it was coming from my arm. So she goes, Emma, you ready? I go, yeah. So I'm walking down the hallway, kind of like, wow, that girl, she killed it. She was like, oh, yeah, you know. And I'm smelling the mint like, what is this? What is this spearmint hallway? Like a scratch and sniff rug situation? Spearmint is everywhere. So I walk in, there's a bunch of people around, like executives. Read the part. They didn't say it like that, but it felt like that, you know, and I kind of fucked up the first line or something, something happened. I look and I see the toothpaste. I'm like, this is stinks of toothpaste at this point. I see the toothpaste while I'm saying the first line. I mess up the first line. There's a lot going on. And I didn't stop and say, I have toothpaste all over myself. I just want you to know that I know. Okay. So I didn't stop, but I see Amy Poehler 
and Fuller. I always say it wrong. But the, the, this energy that was coming from her was so sincerely like trying to make me more comfortable. How do I know that was the energy she was giving? I don't know. It's just like a f- intrinsic, like, you know, you know, if you're a performer, you know that vibe another performer has when they've got like an openness of, I see you, I've been there like rooting for you, you know? I kind of forgot about that Ex- Amy Poehler experience. I repressed it. I repressed it. Oh man, I left that audition and I remember walking down the hall being like, ah, oh, that's the spearmint's me. I'm the mint. And I was like, man, I want to run back in there and say, hey, just also so you guys know, I know that was pretty mediocre. I just want you to know, I know. But that would be how you get uh, escorted by police off of a studio lot where they do the audition. So completely different experience with um, with Gabrielle, but it reminded me of it because there is that same, I don't know, I just felt this like we're in it togetherness and I've done a ton of auditions and that's like a very rare thing. And then she was just so great to work with on crazy X. Like if you watch the show, she was very different from her character Valencia. Okay. Obviously I understand that's what acting is, but it's just really interesting and cool to see. And it's, it's inspiring. And I'm really happy to share this conversation. I'm really happy to share this conversation with you. I researched her a lot before we had the talk at a certain point doing my research. I said, have I gone too far? I was looking at her YouTube history, you know, But luckily, actually, we ended up bringing that up in the conversation. She said, I saw you subscribe to my YouTube channel. I said, yeah, I noticed you were watching a certain type. You're watching some some workout videos. That's when you've done maybe too much research when someone's like, oh, I was I I noticed you were looking at this. And I go, yeah, I also know you ate cereal for breakfast. And it's like, "Okay, well, maybe you've maybe you've gone a little off the deep end with the amount of research. But I just wanted to I wanted to have a. Uh, a body of stuff to pull from to make sure I wasn't asking her questions. She gets a lot, you know? Okay. Here's my conversation with my buddy, Gabrielle. And please check for her on Instagram. We discussed that at the end. That's our favorite social media, Instagram, Facebook. Keep up with her wherever you can. Thank you for being here. Today I'm talking to dancer, actress, singer. I was going to try to say them all in one word to not put one first. Dancer, actress, singer, Gabrielle Ruiz. Hey guys. What's up? I wanted What's to say up, this. Lover? Hey, lover. lover. <laughs> I wonder. So I was reading interviews that you did, and one of the interviews oh, you were talking about um, being on Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and how Marissa Haggerty was giving and thoughtful. Yes, she was. I wanted to say is. that is exactly my experience with you. You were so oh. giving and thoughtful when we did the audition, the callback audition. Oh, you remember was that? On like Skype. Yes. And I think you were sitting like at the top of your couch, weren't you? Oh, you could tell? (laughs) No, you told us. Oh, good. Oh, (laughs) Oh. Oh. I thought I had it covered. I spent hours. Yes, I was. Oh, good. I told. Okay, good, good. I spent so. Oh, that would have been. I would have just. That would. I would have like closed my computer and like never talked to anyone. Quit. You would have quit. The connection's bad. Yeah, I was sitting on top of the couch. And I had this like my computer propped up because it was the only space in my apartment that didn't have it had like a clean wall background. So it was yeah, in the yeah. best light. So I was like very uncomfortably propped up. <laughs> I'm so you glad nailed it. you booked it. You were so nice. So Aww, thanks dude. In acting a lot of times it'll, you know, when you read with someone, I don't, there's been a couple times where I've like read, I think that's, 
I've read with like a producer if it's gotten close to something, but I've never gotten to the point where I've read with someone on the show. Yeah. And you were so, I rem- this is what you did that I, I was just like, I remembered it even this before I knew what would happen, but we were doing it. And then the, there was a bunch of people around Gabrielle and then they kind of like were talking with themselves. And then you looked at me and you were like, you're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Like, like, and you're kind of like, I got you. That's how it felt. I got you. It was so nice. Oh, thanks, bro. And you did it on the, on the season too. It was so interesting watching your face change when you would go in and out of character because your (laughs) eyes would change. (laughs) That is, that is, I think the best backhanded compliment when fans are like, I had no idea you were so nice. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I'm not always. But I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you that I'm not Valencia in real life, but I, you know, I did find inspiration from certain people close to me. So I least do those people, do they up. know that? My sister. Yeah. Yeah. Told you, tell but her. She also, but she's like Valencia. She doesn't understand what's, what it is. Like what it right. is and not, not necessarily like mean or malicious. And I don't think Valencia is either, but sure. just very honest and will throw you under the bus for your own good. Like, <laughs> So you would tell her like, you know, I'm getting aspects of this character from you. You. Yeah. And she was like, why? And I was like, <laughs> because you're stern, you're tough, you're, you don't, she, she like doesn't get jokes all the time. Mm. And then when she does, like she laughs like really later, like a lot later uh, by herself. Uh, I've been she- guilty of that too sometimes. <laughs> like if it's something that's like a pun, it'll take me a really long time to, to get like, it. To get the riddle and yeah, get get why. And then like you're running in your head and the timing, it's all about the timing, you know? It's all about the timing. It's all about the timing. It's all about and the timing. And so for my sister, the timing is super slow and she uh, is just moody. She's a moody mouse and I love her and she just takes things so seriously and it's my favorite so there was, was she a lot like that of... when and when you guys were kids was she like that too oh yeah hmm. yeah yeah and like the, i just remember she was a pusher when she would get mad at me she would push me and there was this one wow. time i finally was the same i was like i'm two years younger than her i was finally the same size like around 12 or 13 and i Uh-oh. anchored my heels in and i <laughs> pushed her back <laughs> you'd been waiting for that push i was ready i was like this is the time this is my moment and she never pushed me again do you remember how she reacted was she like what, what are you doing she like she was inside the like the closet doors so like the door was open we were par- probably fighting over clothes sure and she fell on like her back fell onto the clothes and she like kind of had to hold on and she was like Oh, okay. And then okay. she kind of walked away, a little, you know, with her tail tucked between her fucking legs. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. mom says, out of the two of us, every time, like, I get upset or angry or something or get tough, she's like, you're so cute when you're tough. Mm. So cute. And I'm like, that is not a compliment. Right. That's not, not what you want to get when you're tough. Also, she hadn't seen you push yet. She hadn't seen the, she hadn't seen the push. I haven't pushed her yet. <laughs> was your sister with you when you went to the play, when you went to the Broadway play at 10 or 12, whatever the age was that you went to the play and you're like this is what I want to do was your sister with you with you guys I don't think so I think it was my dad that took me to mm. this chorus line uh in South Texas and like there's not a lot of musical theater in South Texas period or at least there wasn't when I was there and um it was a dance it was a show it's a show about dancers so I'm first a dancer and right. I, there was one Latina in the show there still is in the storyline and um I was like that's what I want to do hmm yeah, but I didn't understand that I could do that until right. I went to like Broadway in New York, saw a musical that had kids my age, or at least they were probably 20 playing 13-year-olds. Sure, sure. And 
<laughs> that always that's never ceases to make me do a double take even now when i see and will like google and the person's 28 it always like what you're what? a high schooler it's weird there's and sometimes then people are younger playing old the age weirdness is still yeah it yeah. can get strange like mean girls when you think about the movie mean girls you're like right mm, you're almost 30. And Good so, movie too. Um, great movie and Irregardless, I remember seeing them at the stage door, like all the cast members coming and going and like somebody on a skateboard and laughed. And then I was like, wait a minute, I think they have a show later. And that's when like the curtain was revealed. And I realized people do this for a job. Right. Right. And I told my mom that and she was like, well, you have to get into choir if you want to do that. And so I did. So she was encouraging right away. She wasn't like, oh, it's a job. No, they were always like game for it. They were always game for it. I was very lucky. Was your sister, when you were like starting to do shows and stuff like that, was she outgoing in her own way or were you, where did people start going, Oh, you're Gabrielle's sister. Like in high school or yeah. Like when you were kids. Um, we both danced in the same studio. She was like the sports varsity person. Mm. Like she was varsity volleyball, varsity softball and really good at it. And I wanted to play sports, but there was no time with the dance world. And so I picked dance instead and then we did go through a tough time and when I was in New York and like never available to go home couldn't afford sure. it period totally yeah and she was in DC um they still live in DC she still lives in DC with her family and she just didn't comprehend that I wasn't necessarily putting family first I was just I was surviving as an artist I don't know if you've gone through that I t I relate to that 100% and it's so hard to explain because it's like I mean well, for me, I can say there was a time where my head, I wasn't necessarily putting family first and that actually caused like burnout. And then when I started shifting yeah. around, but it, it's not just not putting it first. It's also like, no, I can't get off this little pinwheel. Like it's so stay. hard. I have to stay. And it's mm -hmm. so that it is really hard to explain to yeah. somebody too. Cause it's like, you can't come visit for five days. No, can't. not, I can't, I, I can't. And then, and then it's like, because well, why would you want to do up. that? Something's going to come up and I'll be, I just, I can't do it. It does yeah. seem kind of crazy. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's unfair. It's unfair for both parties, I think. And yep. the party that chooses to not do it because they, not that they don't understand, they just, they didn't choose to do that. And there's certain people that did choose to do that. And then they realized I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Or, worth it or there are other things that I want and you know I think the pool of people that you started New York with now you know you might be one of the last men standing sure and, you know for my my college graduates when I left LA there's only one person there still pursuing really she's like teaching or she's like working huh. for uh dance companies versus like pursuing auditions you know so you know, I think, you know, we kind of hit our Saturn's return in our 20s and we we're like, what the fuck are we doing? And then, yes, amen. I to, and I totally, to totally. You had that in your 20s too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and Sadith, my sister, uh, she she was kind of judgy when she came, per usual, coming to New York and visiting me like on a holiday. And the guy she married, Rob, who I gave my approval based on this, he was like, you need to understand not everybody makes it to Broadway. Like, mm. I know. I was like, Rob can stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Rob. I like Rob. I, I like, like Rob. 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 <laughs> Go, Rob. <laughs> you get my vote. And um, he was like, not everybody can do that. Not everybody, not only talent, but has the stamina to do that. Sure. So you need to cut her some slack. And I was like, 
thank you. I've I wonder been doing how, that for years. I wonder how he knew to say that. Maybe it was just an outsider, like coming in and then seeing her not giving you credit maybe, maybe or not maybe. understanding and being like yeah and i'm a little sister i'm a pain in the ass to her you know and and i i don't you have siblings right i've got my younger sister but we were never close growing up and then i've got an older half brother now me and my sister are close my sister sounds a little bit like more like your sister <laughs> a little tiny bit my sister's i always say it like she's very type a like she's just very yeah. very very not just type a she's like very type A. And she would admit that, I would say. Sure. She's, she's really it. organized. She's on it. But she actually left. She was in advertising. She was like really high up. Mm-hmm. And she did a billboard for, it was for, I think it was for Mercedes or something. And the billboard was over this dumpy bar that I used to host an open mic at. So I oh, used wow. to walk towards the billboard to go to my like open mic. And that made me really question my life decisions. And that was right around in really? my 20s. Yeah. And I was like, what am so, I doing? What so am I doing? The ex-girlfriend of you. Yeah, totally. Was the last time you were truly happy. Oh, ah, <gasps> ah, oh. 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 That's a fucking doozy. Whoa. That's a total. That's such. You can that's put a, like, if you can put like explosions coming out of our brain. Totally. For the episode. Can we? Totally. It, that's that just, That's such a key life question too, because also it's like everyone tries to be happy all the time. And then I had a therapist that said, no, try to be, try to be content and fulfilled. If you try to be happy all the time, you're going to be pissed. No, you'll be disappointed the whole be disappointed. time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I agree. That's so when, crazy about the billboard thing. Isn't that crazy about the billboard? And also there was another billboard that said, you never know what funny can do. And it was Ellen. It was a total mindfuck walking around. Wow. <laughs> it was a total mindfuck walking around. You're like, great. Here it is again. In my face. Right. I was like, I, you know, I'm I have try- to deal with it. <laughs> I'm trying. When you were in, when you went to university, I've got the name right. Yes. I am honored that you subscribed to my YouTube channel. Oh, when I got yeah. that notification this morning, I was like, now I've made it. <laughs> I just started poking. I never spent a lot of time on YouTube and then I've just started poking around <laughs> and then I was watching interviews of you. I went and subscribed. I noticed you've been watching. Now this is going to sound too. A lot of church shit. You can well, say it. I did, wasn't that. It was the workout oh. videos. Oh, Are you God. doing the home workouts? Oh, You're watching okay. a lot of them. So... <laughs> In November, I had a miscarriage. This is not supposed to be a downer, but it's a fact. Not a little woman. The article on that it, was I'm great. Okay with that, Thank the you. article was beautiful. My friend and Laura sent me the article actually, and oh, she had a miscarriage. And she said, "I saw this. Um, this was great." Thank you. Well, it was just mind blowing how many women have it without talking about it. And sure. it's like three out of four, five. And it was like four out of five in my circle of people. Three out anyway, of five? Four out of five? It's really four out of five. Yeah. It's more common than we are not proud to say. Mm. And it's like this, interesting, like, you know, shame thing, whatever. Shameful secret. I, wonder I was why really that public is. about it. I was really public about it. And I had a great holiday. We went on a huge RV trip, my husband and I, across awesome. the country. We did a round trip, cross country trip. And then I realized for pilot season, my pants don't fit. And I was just like, you know, I just want to feel good before we try again. Cause I'm going to, my body's going to explode probably forever after that. Right. And I'm okay with that to literally bring life to this world. Sure. But let's just like get fit one more time, get my motivation, stop drinking so much. The holidays are over. Right. So I did a 60 day challenge in January and the day, like the last day of my challenge was like quarantine week in LA. Oh, so wow. I never really did like that body scan, but I was fucking ripped, man. And it wow. was 
everyone's like, well, if it's 60 days, then, then it becomes a lifestyle, what, right? And I was like, fuck no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think things work like that either. Not, no, no. my hair wasn't cute. Right. I was in sweats all day. Right. I what was, was like, 60 day at challenge? the gym all the time. Oh, God. Was it like no. no sugar type thing? No, it just better. Just eat well. I'm a big, like, I eat a lot anyway, but yep. I just was choosing just to eat better. So, like, I, the one thing that I was really, that I started realizing I was doing a lot was eating more, um, more of a paleo moment. Yes. So it was like a lot more like sashimi instead of sushi, Love. you know, yep. and like just totally. ate but it was expensive. It was expensive yep. to eat well. And it's I hard have, too. I, I think it's hard. very hard. It's a you dedication. Be, exactly. It's a dedication. And there's people that, I mean, my friend Pallavi and I, <laughs> Pallavi is vegan and she's like master chef vegan. And it's like easy for her. It's Good not for her. easy for me. It's not like... I don't want to figure out the science behind it. It does not interest me. I'm just going to go buy it, you know, I'll I buy agree. it and like be happy. And it's done at like, what was that? What's that? Not, is it Montessori? No. What's that place? I don't know, but I went to a Montessori school. <laughs> Montessori is like That's a hippie dippy school. the restaurant I'm talking about. Oh, oh okay. 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 <laughs> totally different thing. Totally different thing. I mean, yeah. I don't go to a restaurant. We don't go out anymore. So I forgot the name. Right. Not Montessori. Not, was it a was it like a raw food type place? No, just like a healthier like Trader Joe's yeah. restaurant ish feel. Wait, was it wait? What is it? The one where it's like Blue. where you have? To, oh, I don't know that one. There's one in LA. They've got a couple of them where you have to say like the food item will be like gracious, and you go, I, I am. I you know what I'm talking about? Cafe gratitude. Yes. You don't like my face. Oh, I love it. Oh God! Really? Oh, you're still a New Yorker. Stand. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I don't like, I don't. Still a New Yorker through and through. New Yorkers don't like that. I went with that place to someone, with someone from New York and the, I was like, oh no, because the waiter, what they do is each food item is named after something that you want to manifest. So, so the waiter came over and I said, I'll have an, I am grateful. And then I said, I am grateful. And then my friend was like, <laughs> we're not doing that. And I was to the waiter. I was, that? It was a girl. It was like a night. I was like. It was a friend of mine. Wait, she lives in New Yorker York. said, we're not doing that like out loud. She said, we're not doing that to the oh, server. So and right. I was like, I was like, it, you don't have to do it. You also didn't have to say that. And I was like, she'll have a that. And she was like, what, what is this place? You don't oh, like that? It. It's so fun. Listen, I'm a vision board like host. I do vision board parties. Oh, I love okay? that. And I get it. I totally get the whole <laughs> affirmation thing. I... I'm a I'm a accountability coach on the really? side. Really, I love I that. Have, and so, like, I get the whole. I, it's just it's, it's it's over the line for me. I'm okay, not going so go to go to a means, restaurant and be like, I am happy. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> that means it really is kind of lame then, because if you're all into the stuff and then you're not digging it, then that means it actually is kind of whack. <laughs> Because it's not like you're a hater on it. I'm not a hater, but like Pallavi, my friend, my vegan friend, she loves Cafe Gratitude and she's a transfer from New York too. So oh, see? You know, to each their own. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, I just, tomato. I just know I am grateful in my head, I guess. So, you know, it just doesn't vibe in my daily routine. It literally makes me want to barf. It makes you feel kind of like an asshole because also the other thing too is like, it's not like the server is necessarily super into it either. So they're like, okay, now you said, it's just like a little bit of everyone's kind of making it. Are they not into it? 
I can't imagine it gets old for them too. So they're like, and what are you? And then you have to say it. And then they're like, fuck this. Yeah. But yoga instructors aren't like that. That's true. That's true. And then, you know, it's probably like, I'm, I, I would be like, I would love to be a fly on the wall during those waiter interviews for cafe gratitude. God, me too. That's funny. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Are you psychological inch? Like, but are you, and what are you? And like, that's like grateful for you. They're just snapping. They're like, from a, they're from a, muttering. From outside. a rate of one to five, how how grateful are you? Better be a thousand. Right. I am so grateful. So and then grateful. that's it. They're like, yeah, but go into it. And then they yeah. start falling. You know? Yeah, they're like, are you? We're not buying it. <laughs> You're out. You're out. <laughs> yeah, that's like a whole SNL skit right there. Did you the always, interview. the interview for Cafe Gratitude. If, if, I wish, I think it's only in LA. Is it? I think it's only in LA though. I don't care. I don't know. I, I think it is. <laughs> did you always have a, such a good knee jerk reaction to like, did you always have such good like life skills to no. like, Oh, you didn't wait to what? Be, be to like have your, when like with the vision boards and then, and t- like in the interviews I was reading it, you had such a, like a balanced uh, approach to, I mean, a lot of it you credited to Oklahoma city university work, good work, good study. Oklahoma City University. Oklahoma, I wonder. I don't know why that's such a tongue twister, twister for me. Oklahoma. Just say, just say OCU. It's fine. OCU. A lot of it you credit to that, but did you always? Was that what started making you be able to like I have mean, a positive t- outlook the way that you do? Well, I mean, like my mom and I had a great stage mom relationship. I would sit next to her in between rehearsals at the, you know, for dress rehearsal, like before we perform and I would sit next to her and I'd be like, what do I need to fix? And she's like, do that, do that, do that. And I would mm-hmm. go up and fix it. So how like, old? I, like what was the that youngest was school? High really? School. So you were going auditions? Okay with, no, 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 no. Just performances oh, from just our recital from okay. my dance studio. Yeah, like, I paid to be there. Okay, right. like right. I didn't audition until twenty, and okay. so you know, I just really cared about performing. So mm. that was natural for me. My dad came, comes from a salesman family, so like that part of business clicked in college because my mentor like I say in some of those interviews she always says it's show business not show begging yeah I've and never so, heard that before I love that that's that a good really one clicked for me where you're just like right I this is a job it's not just fun and you know passion you know and also so, you're not begging because there's so much that that's a very important thing to hear I think in anything that anyone wants to do or if there's ever something that someone wants at all don't it's not about begging it's about law of attraction and working on yourself right and saying no and and saving your money and you know and just being good to your body especially if it's your instrument and so with that New York did put me on overdrive Mm -hmm. into my Saturn's return where I was Mm -hmm. just kind of like foaming at the mouth I'm sure you had that moment in New York absolutely you were rabid like just trying to survive and so major overdrive and my cafe gratitude is actually MLM I joined a multi-level marketing company I never heard of it yes you have do you know what um, it does sound a little you know what oh yeah Mary Kay yeah or Amway sure those are multi-level marketing companies <laughs> where it's like you get one person under you oh and they do it with knives pyramid scheme pyramid scheme right yes. okay that's yeah you did one of those i still do really <laughs> i have a friend that sells mary Kay. she loves well, it yeah and it is a business opportunity right that we say and my business side was not gaining 
any kind of monet. I was not having any monetary gain in that moment of my life professionally. Mm. And so I remember which doesn't feel like, good, which doesn't feel good. Doesn't and I remember calling my mom and crying and being, she was like, well, do you want to come home? And I was like, no, I just need to cry about it. And then tomorrow I'm going to try again. Yep. But I was learning that a lot of it was out of my control versus like going to acting class or whatever. So I literally applied for a bar to work at a bar at the same day a friend talked to me about her MLM thing hmm. and I joined for the money. Like I was like, I can have my own meetings, my own parties, right. and my own little thing, my presentations, and I'm going to get everyone to buy my stuff, all my friends. And then I realized that luckily this company, Shackley, uh, is very like cafe gratitude where it's also a nutritional company. It's very hmm. healthy, non-toxic products. I'm not selling this to you, I swear. And Sounds great. <laughs> I stopped getting sick on the products. Like I really, I have no more sinus infections, found a great multivitamin. Um, I didn't go on the health side. Like so they I, have, I, I went it's like vitamins and all the stuff. Vitamins, hmm. shakes, cleaning products. They have hmm. a beauty line that's just like non-toxic stuff. So like that became my gratitude thing. And I learned about vision boards there. And I really? learned about the why behind what you do. And I learned about like um, teaching others and multiplying yourself and like work harder, not smarter. Like so mm. those, some of those business things that weren't from the showbiz end that I learned it from MLM. Why did they not teach that in, in acting schools and like when you take entertainment classes? I don't know. It's all about the passion. And the craft takes a lot of time. Yeah. A lot of time. And but at the same time, like if you're, it's not only about talent. It's really not. Oh, and it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately it's, it's about just, I think of, I think of these, our, our career is like a poker game. You just got to last and you got to go in and then you totally, gotta you were talking about the multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> oh wait, it shouldn't be called that. What's like, it, is. it is called that. Okay. It's a multi-level, it's a multi-level marketing company, multi-level marketing company, but it really <laughs> did work when you, so you learned about doing vision boards there. Did you feel like a deja vu vision board moment when you got to, I want to get her name right. When you, the same actress that you were studying under, you got to share the same Latina that inspired you at age 10, you got to share a stage with Priscilla Lopez. Okay, that wasn't a hard name to say. Work. That was a very easy name. I don't know why I thought I was going to mess that name up. <laughs> I don't it's know. An iconic name. Yeah, I don't. That was a real easy one. It was Priscilla <laughs> I was worried about. And <laughs> okay. You nailed it. You can I nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> did you feel like a bit? Was that how did that feel when that came to fruition? Like, had you pictured yourself working with her and then you got to do it? Was that like a surreal moment? Um, the surreal moment came prematurely when I went and saw the show before I was in it. And mm. I, I saw in the Heights in previews and I had not, I mean, I booked it literally t 14 months later. Wow. And so I, I was going to do another gig and I was doing the role that I saw at 10 that she originated in a chorus line, Deanna Morales. And I made a fool out of myself at the stage door with her. I was like, hi, 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 oh, no. I'm going to be you. And like Lin-Manuel passed by, Karen Olivo passed by, Chris Jackson, who cares? Everyone else is passing by. And I was like, I just need to give Priscilla Lopez my business card. That's all I need to do. She took it? I, I chickened out. I didn't even <sighs> give it to her. And it was raining and my sister was with me and she like disappeared because she got embarrassed. <laughs> I'm going to be you. That is a strong thing to say. Hi, 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 Priscilla Lopez. I'm going to be you. I'm going to be you. Yeah, because that could be like, <laughs> I'm going to wear your story. face on my face. And like they don't know if she, she doesn't know if you're like I know a where killer. you live. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be you. I've been I watching you. you. 
And then she was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I ruined my moment. And so then once I digested the fact that I was going to be in the show and she was still in it, I was like, I've got to do this right. I've got it. Like I have, I have a second chance. Did so, she remember? No, <laughs> she doesn't remember. But literally a year later, because I understudied the role that plays her daughter. Mm. So there were, there were certain times I could play her daughter. She was also very generous and thoughtful um, as, you know, playing with her. And um, I finally just had a moment. The timing was right. We were sitting backstage in between shows or whatever. And I said, I don't know if you remember this, but this is what I said. This is what I did. And this is what I played. And she was just like so genuinely sweet and whatever. And so there's these really famous white sneakers the character wears in mm. that dance show, a chorus line. And she got to sign them for me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's so nice. When, yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, that's a nice. Do you still have them? Oh, yeah. They're in storage but, somewhere in LA. But right. like, you know, they're not necessarily hanging on my door or anything. But um, it, we got, we have such a great relationship. She even cat sat for me once. Really? Mm -hmm. See, that's when entertainment really is a mind fuck when the people become like <laughs> real people in your life, like for real. Like yeah. when it's like, oh, it's not just like we're working together. And this is like, can you also like watch my cat per chance? <laughs> like they, they watched Desperate Housewives together. They were like best, best buddies. That's amazing. My <laughs> girlfriend was on that for a second. She's a hairdresser. She, she did. Was. Yeah, and she was doing the hair for one of them, and she's in it, and she's like, does not like being on camera. But she said on that show, she's like, I've done reality shows, this isn't the case. She's like, that's like for real. Like, that's real. Like, they are drunk, they give them booze, but that's, they're not, it's not let scripted. Them, let them loose. Just let them loose. The animals loose. <laughs> let them loose. Let them loose. I, I did a, an episode of that because the gig I was performing was the performers for them that the, the mm. show they went to. And it was like, I th it was probably in Long Island somewhere. Sad. Oh boy. And not sad. Right. Sorry, Long Island, but I know what you mean. Very different. I know what you mean. And, <laughs> and they, you know, they had their table lit and it was all, you know, prepared. And Sonia Morgan was performing with us. And like, she, she did her best. She tried her best and she was good. She was yep. great. For Long Island, she was great. Right. She had a great time or whatever, but I'll never forget. I tried to skip the line for the bathroom so I can go back and backstage. Sure. And I was, I was next to one of the ladies and I said, um, I said, you know, guys, I was just laughing. I was like, I'm so sorry. Showbiz, you know, sorry. Thanks for letting me cut. And right. she was like, you can never escape showbiz. To this day. <laughs> Oh God! It's like, the, like, it's like the chills down my yeah. You're like, did other people hear that? You guys all heard that, right? I'm not like hearing things because that's like not like, that's not what a, I want to hear. Like she was a prisoner of reality TV, yeah, right? Poor thing. Okay, right. <laughs> it's like you're taking that check, boo boo. Right. Okay? Trust me, I'm trying. You can't escape it. Like, you oh man, showbiz. And I was like, also, showbiz. but yes, you can. You totally can. You totally can. You totally can. <laughs> I, I wonder sometimes if actors are more, do you, I mean, it's impossible to say if actors are more well-rounded than comedians. I know less actors, but in my experience, they have been more well-rounded, but I'm <laughs> drawing from a sample of four and the four I've run this by said that I don't know what I'm talking about. What do you mean? Like that I think of the actor would disagree that we're not well-rounded. Is that what you're saying? They were like, no, that. there's no way to draw any broad strokes on that, which I do agree. But I will usually think of, you know what it is? I think actors can have better boundaries, at least. Actors seem a little less impulsive than comedians. Or if they are self-destructive, maybe comedians are more likely to have like verbal diarrhea about it. And then actors will be more like poised. I think the psychology behind it though is that 
me being ignorant to stand-up world and comedy world is uh, we get to be, we get to wear a mask when we talk about our vulnerability. Right. And maybe you do have also put on a different Emma when you are, you know, either laughing about your own life and mocking your own life and your own personal stuff. Um, But at least we get to cry about it. Mm. So at least we have a cathartic channel that kind of lets us filter it through like yes. like a death scene or a sad scene like I do go to something personal I prepare for it and I allow myself to be sad about mm. a personal memory that gets me there and then I can channel it into the lines I don't know if stand-up has that opportunity not so much it's not always waka 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 right exactly it uh, totally that would be amazing for something to be that dynamic they'd have to be really good really good to be able to go there and then come back out of that does that ever happen like crying i have never there's got to be stand-up comedians that are like bill burr's a good actor but when i was reading one of your interviews where you were talking about growing as an actor and you were talking about when you cried as valencia because it was interesting for me to read that someone gave the feedback of you being because you were talking about being a dancer first and then someone was like she can dance but the acting's weak it was true when they gave you that feedback, did they say it to your face or how did you receive this My feedback? My agents told me. Damn! Oh, this wasn't like one critic? <laughs> no, it was casting directors that probably got the feedback from when I left the room. I mean, wicked that's people. crazy. Just so you know, though, it, it's hard. I mean, but that's theater. It's so, New right. York is harsh, you know? If you, I don't know. Sometimes the honesty is better. I agree. Versus no. me being like a fool, like, why, 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 why don't you like me? No, it was more like, go to act and get your ass in class. I agree. And, and the, like, again, though, but bring it back to me sitting next to my mom being like, what do I fix? And right. Be like, go fix that. Go fix that. I was like, okay, as long as I can fix it, I want to be better. I totally and, agree with that. Um, but at this, you know, it's humbling. I think humility is a big deal. And I'll tell you this, Wicked brought me in for Alphaba so many mm. times for every cast, every opportunity. I would have like coaching sessions for it. And then I would go for the team and then I wouldn't get a call back. Mm. And finally, maybe a year or two before Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, my, my cast, my agent called and said, they want to let you know, Telsey wants to let you know that they're not going to call you in anymore. It's just not going to happen. And I said, thank you. Right. Because I don't want to warm up for this anymore. Right. I don't want to sing. Ah. Right. At 8 a.m. when I have right. to write on text all my right. neighbors in the apartment saying, I'm right. so sorry, I'm going in for this again. And I'm like literally walking as a saint in January into the subway so my larynx doesn't get fucking cold. Right. And right. then I got to do my hair there. And I got to look like I'm cool, alphabet vibe. And yep. all the preparation for you to say no thank you for the umpteenth time. Totally. Stop calling me in (laughs) yes it's like let me be free and also it's like i'm okay but i'd rather not after it's over 10 times it's like you know we don't need to do this like i'm good enough with myself like it's okay i'll find something he's just not that into you he's just not that into you if they ask you you're gonna do it but don't you can stop asking and that's okay nice and like just just tell me the truth and i just remember feeling that way and did i feel that way immediately in new york no i would have been crying probably but after a few years you're just like (laughs) 